shit, baby. Welcome back to another N85 podcast. It is another solo pod with your boy. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel before we get into anything else. We are on the road to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. Please. It's very important to subscribe to the channel, all right? So without any further ado, let's get right into the fucking episode because we have a juicy one today, baby. So usually how things work with my crew and, you know, everybody around me is that we take things week by week, you know what I'm saying? We don't really, like plan ahead sometimes we do it's actually really lit when that shit happens you know you plan ahead you're like okay we're gonna do this for the next two weeks we have this plan saturday and friday and then this one boom 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 boom. but for the most part that usually doesn't happen we usually like friday or thursday you know what i'm saying two days before it's time to go crazy it's time to make moves then you know somebody throws out an idea and we're like oh we're down we're down whatever right so then this time right it was about i think it was like friday i think we were like, uh, no, it was actually Thursday. We were playing poker, right? And they were like, um, you know, the lads and everybody was like, yo, let's go uh, to an Atlanta United game and shit. And um, everybody was down, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta United games, bro, if you haven't been to one of the soccer games, it's fucking amazing. Like, the vibes there are just truly immaculate. And then everybody around you is just having a great time. You know, you're, you're celebrating with everybody. Like, you know, it's just the environment that's there is so fucking awesome. Right? I highly recommend it if you haven't gone already. Go with a whole group of friends, man. Get a fucking road to yourselves. Like, just go fucking crazy. Get some drinks. Get a fucking hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Have a great time, dude. It's really, really cool, right? So that's what we wanted to do. We were like, all right, yeah, let's go to the Atlanta game with everybody and shit. And so we did. So this is the thing, right? And let me tell you, because there were some fuckeries that happened. This is There's some underlying topics that, that's going on with, with what happened on Saturday. So this all happened Saturday, right? We, we chose to do that Thursday. Saturday comes the day. We're like, okay, cool. Let's go to the Atlanta United game. We already copped our tickets and shit. I paid 90 bucks. Keep that in mind. I paid 90 bucks for this shit. And we're like, okay, cool. I don't want to fucking drive. If you ever, if you live in Atlanta and shit, most, you know, big cities where you have your own local soccer team and shit, right? You usually have a fucking, um, like, a train, like, station kind of, like, fucking commuting shit. Whatever. Here in Atlanta, they call it MARTA. You know what I'm saying? That's our commuting shit. You go to the MARTA, and you take the train, and it'll take you downtown. So that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to drive in Atlanta, bro. Here in Atlanta, it is not fucking lit. The potholes, the fucking, uh, the traffic is so shit. Homeless people, you might get fucking robbed. Your car might be fucking stolen by the time you come out of the game, bro. It is not ideal to go drive. So we're like, okay, let's go meet up at, um, it's like, it's probably like 20 minute train ride from the city that we were going to meet up at to Atlanta where we're going to watch the game, right? So we meet, so the plan, so this is where I'm getting into, right? The plan was to meet at this place at seven absolute latest. I had said 630. I knew they were going to get there at 6.30. I assumed they would get there at 7. So I said 6.30, knowing that these motherfuckers are going to be late. But I didn't think they were going to be this late and just wait. So the game started at 7.30, by the way, actually. So I get there exactly at 7. I hit up these motherfuckers, bro. Well, it was only Austin and George. Shout out my boys, right? I hit up these motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, where y'all at? And this man, George, was like, yo, I'm barely about to pick up Austin, bro. I'm like, yo, it's 7 o'clock, son. You guys are like 20 minutes away. Y'all about to get here right when the game starts. And we still have to get on the damn train. And it's like a 20-minute, like, train ride to the, like, I'm like, bro, we're about to miss half the fucking game, bro. So after that, I'm like, ah, fuck, bro. My morale starts to, starts to drop, bro. I'm, I'm lit. I'm having a great time. I'm like, yes, I'm about to, like, have a good time with the lads and everything. 
But then after that happens, bro, I have this thing about people being late. I have such a distaste for it. I'm like, how do people not value other people's time? I value people's time like to the absolute max. Like if I have to be somewhere on time at this time, at a certain time, I make sure I get there like 10 minutes early or right at the dot. You know, if somebody says be here at seven o'clock because we got to do this, this and this, I get there at 6.50 or at 7 o'clock, bro, latest. I get fucking anxiety. I know how I just don't know how people don't get anxiety, like, you know, knowing you're late to something. And you're fu- not only, like, that you're late to something, it also depends if it's, like, a, a time-sensitive thing that also impacts other people. Because we were waiting for them to get on the fucking train together so we can all go together. So the fact that these motherfuckers were holding us up, if I were them, I'd have the ultimate fucking anxiety, dude. No cap. So boom, 20 minutes pass, right? These motherfuckers finally get there. And I'm over there pre-gaming with some bottles and shit. I'm with Haley. I'm like, bro, take some drinks. Let's get some drinks going. We might as well get lit while they while we wait for these stupid dudes. They get there, right? And then we... um. We start, you know, getting some little pregame going because I'm like, all right, bro. But I'm, like, kind of rushing and shit. My heart rate's still up. I just have this soul, like, I, I just have this anxiety, bro. This anxiety of, like, being late to place. Not only because, like, I'm late. It's because I fucking paid for this, bro. I'm like, dude, this is a time-sensitive thing. We can't be there all night like a club, you know what I'm saying? You could be late to a club because it closes, like, at 3 a.m. But this shit, this is a 90-minute game, bro. It's fucking 10 or 15 minutes for the half time. So, like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're limited in time and you're paying for it. Pay 90 fucking bucks for this shit. <laughs> That's a lot of money, bro. And then just my fucking look, bro. Like, okay, so you, when you go to the MARTA, right, our train shit, right, you have to buy a ticket, like a round-trip ticket because you, you buy the ticket there, right? Once the game's over, you hop back on the train and it brings you back. Like, that's called a round trip. So we all copped our tickets. And my fucking luck is that this man, George, bro, his shit wasn't working. Like, his machine wasn't accepting, like, his card. And we were making fun of him, like, ah, insufficient funds or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But so then he went to the – so he took, like, a solid extra three minutes. And this is going to play a big part, right? A solid extra three minutes. It took him to finally just say, fuck this machine. Let me go to another machine and try that one out. So then he did. And then he finally got his ticket. And then we're okay. I'm over there speed walking. You know what I'm saying? I'm over there in the in the front of the, you know, the front of the pack trying to get these motherfuckers to follow my pace and shit. Right when we get up the stairs, we start climbing the stairs. The train is leaving, bro. The train is leaving. And you think, like, oh, there's no problem, right? Another train comes. No, because we're at the first stop. And if you know if you know trains, which most people probably don't, you know what I'm saying? You have a car, you take a car anywhere. Trains at the first and the last stop take the longest to start, bro. It's like a reset shit. So not only do we have to wait another, like, 10 minutes for the train to come back, the new train to come back, then we have to wait another, like, 15 minutes for the train to, like, start. So we now, because of those extra, honestly, if you would have taken, like, like 30 seconds less, we would have made that train. We would have fucking, boom, hopped in that fucking train and made it, bro. We would have saved ourselves 25 minutes in total. But just because it took an extra three minutes for him to get his ticket and, you know what I'm saying, we didn't make it by 30 seconds. Now we were stuck waiting 25 minutes, bro. And not only 25 minutes, then it's the 20 minutes to get to the actual fucking stadium, bro. It was a shit. It's a whole half. 25 plus 20, it's a whole half. And that's exactly what ended up happening. So to cut a long story short, we ended up missing the full first half and the halftime. And we got there at the 60-minute mark. And if you don't know soccer, there's 90 minutes. So we were... 
there for the last 30 minutes of the game, bro. We missed two-thirds of the fucking game just because these dudes decided to be late. They didn't fucking take into account, like, yo, I should probably plan my whole day around this time-sensitive thing. And that's what ended up fucking happening. But all that to say, you know, fuck all that shit. It was still a great fucking time, bro. We got there. Shout out my boy VIP. Y'all know VIP from the last two episodes. We've been talking about him. Bro, this man ended up buying us some drinks. You know what I'm saying? We got the good, you know, the good vibes going. We just watched the game. So the cool thing is, right, if you haven't been to a fucking, okay, so this is this is a, a little life hack that we did, right? We were like, okay, we can buy some decent seats, you know what I'm saying, like at the lower level, you know what I'm saying? They're probably like 150 each. It's not terrible, but it's not ideal, you know what I'm saying? The ones all the way up top, they're like 30 bucks. They're super cheap, but they're all the way up top. Like, ah, you know, that experience is not all the way there. So what you do, and it's for anybody who wants to go to one of the games, you buy a ticket, the, the cheapest ticket you can find. It doesn't matter. You don't all have to get the same row, same everything. Just everywhere, random. The cheapest ticket you can find. Boom, 30 bucks. Then you show up, and then you don't go to those seats. You go to the lower levels, and they have these little hangout spots. They're kind of like where the railings are. You could literally watch the game standing there, and you guys are all together, and you guys are all sipping, and literally the, the fucking... The uh, what's it called? The concession stands, I guess, are right behind you. So whenever you want to get a drink, you just pop up right there, boom, get a drink, and then walk right past, and then you're all just hanging around. That's the ultimate move, bro. I, like that's the I think that's what we're gonna do every single time. Just and you're paying thirty bucks. You're we're literally seeing the the same game at the same level as the people that paid like two hundred plus bucks. But you're there with your homies. You're all standing. I guess the standing part is the I guess worst part. But you shouldn't really mind. It's not like that long of a game. It's like two hours max. Like bro, you can handle that. So then, boom, the fucking end. The game ends, right? And then we're like, okay, what's the move after? You know, we're all we're all in good spirits. We're all lit. You know, we're a little like you know what I'm saying. We got a little buzz going. And so of course, bro, of course. It's a Saturday now. We're like, yo, let's go to the one place we always go to, bro. Moon Dogs, baby. And so my boy VIP, he he was like, okay, bro, I'll drive y'all to the station. That way y'all don't have to get back on the fucking train and wait for the train and then wait with all these people because all those people probably did the same thing. They took the fucking the train shit. They're going all back to the station, so it's gonna be really packed and it's gonna be very like time consuming and shit. He's like, I'll just drive y'all there and then, like. You know what I'm saying? Then y'all drive up there because we needed to get our car back. Because then if we go straight to, he could have driven us to, we could have all hopped in his car and gone to Moondogs. But then after Moondogs, how the fuck are we going to get home? You know what I'm saying? There was four of us. So there, there's no way. So we had to get our car. But the thing is that we didn't anticipate, this stadium holds like fucking what? Like 80,000 people, 70,000 people. And obviously it's not packed to the brim. So let's say a nice 45,000 people. All trying to get out at the same time. It is like we didn't fucking calculate that. You know what I'm saying? So it took us way longer, bro. It took a whole hour, like literally a 20 minute drive. It should have been a 20 minute drive from the stadium to where we were parked at, at the station, you know, a couple cities away. 20 minutes. It took us a whole hour. So you you could guess, you know, us being, you know, semi buzzed. And if you know, if you're semi buzzed and as time goes by, that buzz starts to exponentially drop, bro. And then the crash starts to happen. You start to get sleepy. Energy fucking on the ground, bro. It is not ideal. If you're already lit, you got to go lit. You got to go up. 
not downwards. And that's exactly what ended up happening, unfortunately, bro. Because we only thought it was going to be 20 minutes. All right, we're like, cool, 20 minutes. We'll get to the car. And then it's only a 10-minute drive from the car to Moondogs. Like, we're cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? We'll get drinks as soon as we get there. But that's not how it went. And as soon as we got to the station, an hour passed. This, these motherfuckers were sleeping in the car. The driver, VIP, was falling asleep on the wheel. I have not feared for my life in a, while somebody else was driving in a long time, bro. I promise you. It was not fucking awesome, dude. Um, but, was, yeah, we ended up getting there, right? And then in my head, I'm like, okay, I kind of don't want to go, bro. I'm kind of fucking sleepy right now. I kind of could go home right now, and I would be perfectly fine. Like, I would not miss, like, the FOMO would not kick in, definitely. My vibes and my morale right now are so low, dude. Like, you have no idea. Like, that crash, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, after drinking, like, after you're coming down from drinking, you get that, like, just, like, like, take me home, bro. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to, like, fucking eat some chips or something, you know what I'm saying? Um... And then I look over my boy, George. I'm like, and I see his face. He's like, he's like so dead. I'm like, yo, uh, I don't know about child, but like, I kind of want to go home. He's like, thank God, bro. Because like, I was thinking the exact same thing, but I don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the party pooper that says, yeah, guys, I actually don't think I'm going to make it, bro. I'm going to go home and shit. And then my boy Austin was like, no, what the fuck? What are y'all saying right now, bro? I'm like, yo, you slept the whole way, bro. You're rejuvenated. Like, your, your energy is back already. You're good. Like, we didn't even sleep, bro. We're like, we're exhausted and shit. Oh, my boy Don Man is calling me. Hold up. Give me a fucking second. For sure. Peace out, bro. My boy Don Man. All right. That's my boy Don Man. Wanted to go to the gym. Shout out to him on a Sunday, bro. It's Sunday and I'm fucking sipping. Look at this, bro. I'm sucking... I suck it. Oh, no. I'm sipping this high noon sun sips. Guava. I just actually finished the fucking lime one. These are not that bad. They're vodka soda. If you're into that kind of shit. Not really me. Not really my taste. I forgot where I was like I was saying before the fucking uh, the fucking phone call that I just received. But thing is, um, Austin ended up convincing me. He was like, bro, it's only 10 minutes away. By the time we get there, we're going to get some shots and everything's going to be good. Like, I promise y'all. Like, and then I was like, okay, you know what? My boy's here. Like, I want to show him a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not like I want to show him a good time. We do this every weekend. But the thing is, like, all right, he convinced me the fact that it was, like, 10 minutes away. But this is the thing. This is where he fucked it. We were hungry. We hadn't eaten. So the thing is, that day, we actually went to the gym. We've all been going to the gym. Bro, let me, hold on. Let me take a fucking second right now. Salute to my whole, like, my whole squad or my whole team, my whole all my friend group right now, everybody's on their fucking grind, bro. Everybody's hitting the gym. Everybody's working. Everybody's making good money. Everybody's, like, on top of their shit. And then, like, the thing is, like, when everybody around you is, like, doing so good. Now, for different people, it hits different things. Some people can get, like, jealous and envy, bro. And it sounds crazy, right? It doesn't sound correct. Like, how are you going to get jealous and envious of your own friends? But it happens, bro. I've seen it happen. People are like, get insecure. Honestly, it stems from insecurity. You look at people doing, quote unquote, maybe even better than you. Maybe because you've been kind of slacking and you know deep down in your head that you're, you're kind of like falling behind and you're kind of slacking. So you start to get insecure and shit. And you start kind of judging them. Maybe even throwing out like some su like subtle like things like, ah, bro, come on. You could take a day off. Oh, come on. No, let's go eat. Let's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Throwing them off their game just because you're insecure. You want to drop them down to your like kind of like level and shit. Or like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shit. And I'm not saying that happens to everybody. I'm just saying that that can happen. But with us, not, not with us, bro. With us, it actually, well, actually, I, I'll just speak for me. But I'm pretty sure, like I'm actually 100% sure. It's the same for my whole crew, bro. Because yeah? everybody fucks with each other. 
I get motivated. I get like even more like excited to push myself because I'm like, dude, all these people are pushing themselves. They're making the effort to like, you know, hit the gym, eat well, like do everything like good. Like, bro, I want to be like them. Like they're, they're an inspiration and motivation to me. I'm like, dude, because everybody has shit going on, bro. Everybody and everybody listening to this podcast has shit going on in their life. You got work, you got problems you got to deal with, bro. I understand that shit. But at the same time, bro, if you manage to get shit done, like extra shit, like gym or like, building a dream, building a brand, building like a something, which by the way, I don't know if y'all peeped the fucking new N85 shirts, baby, look at this, this is the Why We Work shirt, where is it, it's on this side, Why We Work, it's a little anime style with a shot right here, and I even got the fucking hat, this is a prototype, I might I might mess around with this hat, this is not the final thing, but this is this is one of the final shirts, bro, I love this shirt, this shit is so hard, bro, I'll talk more about that in the coming, in the coming weeks, you know what I'm saying, probably next part I'll talk more about that. Um, I do got the rest of the shirts. They're going to come out very, very soon, bro. Trust me. It's going to be so hard, bro. You're gonna, once you guys see the rest of the shirts, by the way, you're going to see them on the N85 Podcast Instagram. Make sure you go follow at N85 Podcast. Um, but yeah, I went on a fucking little tangent there. Um, we were at the gym, right? And then we had only eaten, like, we ate, like, some healthy ass, like, chicken and rice and shit, like, after the gym, probably, like, at 5. So it was, like, 10-something, like, I think it was like 11 at this point. We were hungry and shit. So what we did, and now this is a, either a W move or an L move, depending on your own body. We were like, yo, we need something quick. Let's get some fucking like McDonald's real quick. Fuck it. Let's just like, you know what I'm saying? Some quick burgers. Now, the thing about this, if you're going to eat before drinking, make sure it's at least, if it's a full meal, like a full, like good meal that gets you nice and full, Two hours. I recommend two hours before you actually start drinking, before you go to your thing. Because that gives your stomach enough time to digest it. You don't feel bloated. You don't feel heavy. And, like, you have the nutrients and shit to keep you going. You know what I'm saying? Because if you eat and you drink a lot of water like that, that's, like, your fuel. You know what I'm saying? To, to your body. So once you start pouring that poison, that fucking alcohol into your system, you'll be straight. It'll, it'll hold you longer, you know? So that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a W or L move to eat right before you're about to start drinking. But we were so hungry. We we're like, fuck it. We'll take that chance. We'll just eat very little, you know, offset the time to amount eaten to time you're about to drink. You know, it's all calculations in your fucking head, bro. And so we stopped by a, a, a McDonald's that's like five minutes away, you know, and the line was just massive. We're like, no, we look and there's a checkers right around, like in front of the McDonald's. We're like, OK, cool. There's only like two cars there. Fuck it. Let's go to checkers. And then we get our food right ever. Boom. And then like we eat it on the parking lot and then boom, we head over to Moondogs. Right. And now I'll skip forward a little bit. But once I got inside of Moondogs, right, this is why it's an L move. It was an L move for me. I probably should not have ate, And I knew it. I knew it in my head. I'm very actually sensitive to eating like right before drinking. Because I get bloated. I get so bloated that I get so nauseous. And I feel like absolute asshole. My vibes get fucking ruined. And that's exactly what happened, bro. We started taking... Because you know us, bro. You know from the from the old pause and everything that I've always spoken about. As soon as we get into the club, the bar, we go 100 miles per hour, baby. We start ordering hella shots. Drinking them back to back. And that's exactly what we did. And, bro, my stomach could not handle it. I was like, bro, my stomach was hurting. And I was only like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding, like 15 minutes into the, the, the bar, bro. It was not fantastic. And also another thing that comes with eating right before drinking is your tolerance. Like I said, you get more nutrients. You get more, like, you know, stuff in your system. So the alcohol actually doesn't kick in as hard. So that could either be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on your goal for the night, right? If you want to get drunk fast and you don't want to spend as much money, 
And then, okay, good. Don't eat and you're golden. Like two shots, three shots, you're fucking lit. But the thing about that also is that it could lead to a, a quicker downfall. That is like very unprecedented, bro. Like it, you you won't even, it just creeps up on you and you start feeling like shit and boom. Next thing you know, you're black the fuck out. But when you eat, if you want to look, hey, if you want to look like a heavyweight in front of your friends and then they're like, whoa, how can you drink this much? Eat, like I said, two hours, a full meal, two hours before drinking because you have all those nutrients built in your system and it'll hold you up. That's literally how I do it most of the time, bro. I, I literally drink, honestly, probably more than anybody that I have around me. And it's because I prepare myself very well. So now let's get into the fuckery that happened at the bar because this, this gets fucking good. This, this, there's some new characters unlocked here. So, of course, like I've always said, I, I like to keep a mix of, like, an even ratio between, like, you know, my all my friends that are girls and then also my guy friends. You know, we like to keep a nice, like, diverse clique whenever we go out and shit. And that's exactly what we had, right? I have my friends that are girls and my guy friends all together. We're having a good time. Boom. So, we go over to the, the, the EDM section is what they call it. But it's, like, more like shit, right? And that's when we go over there to turn the fuck up. Once we're already lit... Russell are out of like a 7 or 8 out of 10, baby. We go over there to get lit. But this time, uh, my guy friends actually didn't come. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Austin and Johnny were at the bar just dicking around, doing whatever. So I only went with my girlfriends. Shout out to Destiny and shout out to Jenny and then their friend. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Um, <laughs> we went over there and then like some of their friends, they had some guy friends too. But I didn't know them, so I didn't really want to turn up with them, right? But the thing is, so when, when we go with them, I kind of let them do their thing and I'm there with them like to like accompany their vibe you know what i'm saying i'm dancing by myself i'm not really like dancing with them like ah you know what i'm saying i do that sometimes you know because they're my they're my homies whatever but like this time i'm just there doing my thing the one two the classic baby this is what you gotta do gun in the fucking air if y'all you don't know how to dance listen up right now baby gun in the fucking air one two side to side just, just fucking feel yourself baby that's that's why you have to be a solid, a solid seven out of or eight out of ten you know because you don't feel insecure. You don't feel like you're being judged. You don't feel like everybody's looking at you. You just feel good. You just feel like fucking dancing, you know? And I'm like on a uh, like an elevated like kind of like platform there. I'm just like on top of the bar. I just feel like the king of the fucking world. I'm doing my thing. All confidence. No insecurity. But that's the thing. That's what you got to do. And this leads me to my first actual topic of the podcast. Dude, if you're single, bro, stay single i know how hard it is and it kind of feels like a random jump but this you'll see where this is leading right bro trust me i i've been there right i know how hard it is when you know you're either fresh out of a relationship or something like that or you haven't had a relationship in a long time you just feel fucking lonely and so the fucking easiest thing to do is get back to your go back to your ex or you know jump into another relationship just because you know you're lonely or you feel like your riz isn't fucking there anymore you're getting old it's just all going downhill right i i get it i've been there but where i'm leading to right i've found it so like i don't want to say like easy but so simple i I've, I've like found it so simple to to meet new people at the bar at the clubs, anywhere that's like social or whatever that you're drinking and shit, without even trying, bro. Like literally, like, and it's not a flex. I'm just saying, like, it's more simple than you would think. And I'm gonna put my real life example in here real quick. But before I get into that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually like say with like you know caution. Finding love at the club is actually crazy, and I'm gonna get into this topic really quick. For me personally, I would never like suggest trying to go to the club, the bars. All that shit to find yourself a boyfriend or a girlfriend, bro. Like, it's not ideal. 
And, you know, I, I'm not saying that it can't happen because good people go to the bars and the clubs all the time. You know what I'm saying? They want to have fun, too. Like, they're with their friends. Just because you're at the bar or at the club doesn't mean you're a fucking whore or a fucking shitty person, you know? Both guys and girls, by the way. But see, like, you know, from personal experience, I can say, I found it that a lot of times when you, you know, try to meet people or when people approach you. Say you're a girl, right? When people are approaching you, you can tell what they want. They, for the most part, they're not looking for love. They're not looking to take you out on the, to fucking Iron Age the next day. No, they're looking to take you home that day. They're looking for your number that day. They're looking for, for shit, you know what I'm saying? And for the most part, you don't want to give them that shit, you know? And by the way, bro, I think girls are the fucking ultimate, like, they're the, they're the kings of, of spotting, like, fuckery, you know? True intentions. I feel like girls, like, just are, like, um, they have been, uh... I guess, like, a custom, they've been weathered to fucking, like, you know what I'm saying, to to spot that bullshit, because they, it happens to them all the fucking time, all, all these fucking guys always come up to them, just coming in so fucking, and let me get into that, bro, I've seen the fucking goofiest fucking moves ever, bro, and that just literally happened last night, actually, where guys come in so fucking hot, bro, like, just, like, just jump into, like, I don't know how to say it, like, so straightforward, so quick that the girls are just like turn the fuck up. They're like, bro, like I already see what you're trying to do. You didn't even try masking it. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even try getting to know me or something like that. You're just like, oh, let me buy you a drink. Oh, like can I get your number? Like just they just jump straight into that shit. And it's just such a fucking rookie, goofy ass move. Now let me school you on the proper way to do this shit, right? Rule number one: do not take yourself too fucking serious. I feel like that's the number one thing that people fuck up with. Before they even, before you even get into the scenario, before you even get put into the situation where you have to talk to somebody, where before you're shooting your shot, you put too much pressure on yourself because you're taking it too serious. You're like, I have to, you know, I cannot fuck up while I'm talking to this girl. I have to be someone. Honestly, you you, you end up being someone that you're not, right? You end up being like, you know, nicer, fucking like, oh, haha, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, be yourself, bro. If you're a goofy ass fucking dude, you're fucking, if you're fucking, bro, honestly, if you're fucking ugly, but you're fucking funny you have a nice person bro be that bro don't try to be someone you're not because they're gonna fuck with you for who you are you know what i'm saying so like i said when you don't take yourself too serious you're gonna just be yourself you're gonna like end up talking to them like they're a, a regular person and they fuck with that like i said see it all stems together if they see that you're just talking to them like a regular person like oh this guy's not like coming on too fucking hot this guy's not like going so directly and hitting on me he actually wants to have a conversation with me or she like i said this is gonna go both ways by the way Girls can do this shit too, bro. If a girl does this shit, it's a fucking king move, bro. You guys have a higher hit rate. So like I said, um, I was actually talking to a shoddy the other day, actually. She DM'd me. Shout out to her. I think she listens to these, actually. She said, like, yo, should I shoot my shot with this dude? And I was like, bro, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Zero to lose. Why? Because either one, you shoot your shot. He's like, yo, this is fucking awesome. This girl's so, like... Like, she made the first move. This is so hot, which honestly it is. And that's that. That's why your hit rates are high, higher because guys, like, fuck with that, right? Or two, the guy's just not interested in you and, like, all right, cool. Like, he was already, like, not knowing that you fucked with him. So, like, nothing changes. It's a win-win. Like, you have everything to win, nothing to lose. One thing I almost left out, actually, you got to spot the right person, whether it be a girl or guy, right? You can't just shoot a shot at a fucking shoddy that's like over there in the corner that you've been eyeing, but like she hasn't even noticed you because you're halfway across the fucking bar. No, it has to be eye contact is fucking key, baby. And I guess this is where I'm gonna get into my scenario that happened yesterday, actually. So I was there doing my thing. Like I said, 
I was doing my thing. I was doing my two-step. I was dancing all confident, smiling, bro. Just having the time of my life. Not giving a fuck who's looking at me. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Not caring who's looking at me. Not caring about anybody that's judging me. I'm just having the time of my life. And people can notice that. People see that. They look They look like, you know what I'm saying? You can't fake that shit. I was genuinely like not trying to riz up no shotties. I was just like, you know, doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? And I like to call myself like a like a, like a looker, you know what I'm saying? I, I like to look around everywhere, bro. I, I'm just, my eyes are constantly like wandering around while I'm turning up. I'm like, ah, 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 just pointing at people, like, you know what I'm saying? Getting the vibes up. I'm just that guy, right? And while doing so, I, I, I kind of, I make eye contact with this shotty. This shotty's kind of like smiling at me, like, you know, dancing by, with her friends. She got two friends right there. She dancing and she kind of like looking at me. I'm like, okay, cool. I peeped it. I, I don't really like kind of like dodge too into it because I don't really like, I'm not interested in that. But, you know, it's just a spark to me, goddammit. <laughs> no, I'm just fine. And, you know, th this is happening for like a nice five minutes. I, I'm constantly like, boom. And every time, every single time I look down. She's looking at me, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like constant, like she's just fucking uh, like hawked eye, like locked into me. No, she, she's doing her thing too. She's dancing with her friends, talking to her friends. And then periodically, like I, I can, even from the peripheral vision, if I'm looking over here, I can see the shotty right here. She's literally like three feet away. I can feel her. I can see her head turn, boom, get a quick fucking glance at me, turn around, boom. And then there's a lot. Okay, so this is the rule of thumb, baby. Y'all ready for this? Rule of thumb, if you want to find out if somebody's interested in you at the bar, at the club, you guys have to lock eyes, eye contact, three times. Because after three times, like, there's no way, like, you know what I'm saying? They're looking at you. You guys are locking eyes for a certain reason. You know, <laughs> she's not going to lock eyes for you because you're fucking, you, you're ugly as fuck. No, she's probably interested in you. And she's like, that's kind of like, you know, girls, especially girls. They give nonverbal cues that they're interested in you. And the number one is eye contact. They, they look at you like, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they are interested in you. They gravitate. Their eyes are gravitated to your face. Something about your face, something about your aura, something about your vibe. You're over there dancing and shit, throwing up your guns in the fucking air. You know what I'm saying? They fuck with that. They're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's nice, you know? And the thing is that I think it's a fucking Chico is that I had all my friends that are girls around me, too. So I think that they thought that, like, because I wasn't, like, dancing with them and shit to make it look like they were, like, you know, I was dating any of them. Like, there's, there's clearly, there's zero like, you know, that vibe. I'm dancing, like, around them. And she's like, yo, we're all, these are my homies and shit. So they see that I'm cool with these girls. So, and I guess subliminally, they're, they're thinking, like, oh, well, not subliminally, subconsciously. They're thinking, like, oh, he's cool. Like, these girls fuck with him. He has to be cool. He's here with a group of girls. He's not here with guys. Like, <laughs> either he's fucking gay or he's so cool, you know, or both, fuck. So then, I, so, okay. So then I'm like, okay, let me let me kind of like, you know, let me go with this. Like I said, I treat this shit like a sport. I want to see where I'm at, right? So this is the ultimate fucking move, baby. Listen up. Listen up, right? So like I said, you don't have to learn. You don't have to know how to dance and shit. You don't have to know all these fucking special fucking moves and shit in the club. Just the one-two, bro, with the gun in there, smiling, bro, just having a good time, just, you know, doing your thing. Don't come on to girls and fucking dance behind them and shit. No, bro, that's that's not a thing. That's, that's fucking S.A., bro. That's weird. Don't do that shit, right? So what I do is I see her looking at me. So what, I, I wait till the a moment where we, like, like lock eye contact, right? And I, I do the little, like, A, like, I see you, like, you know, I do one of these, and she does it back, where she's like, A, and shit. So then I drop, I jump down from, like, my, my like, little platform that I'm on, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> on top of the fucking club. And I pull up next to her, I'm like, and I just start dancing with her and her friends, bro. She had two of her friends, and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I'm over here, like, you know, doing my one-two and shit. It's just simple shit, bro, literally. You don't have to do, please don't be extra, actually. 
Take this advice. Do not be asked. Don't try to pull out your fucking cool dance moves and shit. They might find that shit corny, brother. They might find that shit childish, immature. Stick to your one-two, guns in the air, point at them. Like, you know, make them feel included. That's what I did. That's my ultimate fucking move, baby. I went up. I I pointed at them. like, oh, now you, A, and shit. And sometimes if you want to get extra dicey, you know what I'm saying? This might, this could, it doesn't really backfire. I actually never personally have it backfired, but I could see it backfiring at some point because they might think something else is happening and I'll, I'll tell you exactly what's happening so i sometimes i i i like point at them and i'll grab their hand i do i give them like a little twist you know what i'm saying like like hey you know like twist and then i'll grab their other friends as hey do a twist the other one and then i just and then for fucking jokes right to be that funny guy i do it to myself i grab my own hand i twist and then ah oh, that shit knocks them dead every time they're like ah oh, he's so good he's so uh what's it called corky <laughs> and so this shoddy I-, I could tell bro she's fucking feeling me she's like yo this guy's vibes are cool as fuck he must be an 85 right so she comes up to me she's like oh hey i what's your name and i'm like oh my name is anthony and i'm like oh what's your name you know and then she's like oh my name is uh and then i'm like okay cool that's what's up and i'm like right. and then that's when you start getting to like you know if you want to pick their brain or whatever you know see what they're about that's when you start getting to the 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 questions and shit, you know, who, when, what, where, why, you know, all those questions. You could come up with a fucking like take those and come up with questions in your head. So I'm like, oh, do you come here often? Like, you know what I'm saying? And she's like, nah, this is not really my thing. I just came with my friends and shit like that. Whatever fucking reason she was saying, right? I'm like, oh, cool. And then she she'll usually ask it back, like, oh, do you come here often? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't want to be that guy, so I was like, nah, you know, same thing. I'm just here with my friends, but I'm having a good time. You know, I like to dance and shit. Like, you know, like this is my vibe, but I don't come here often. Moving. She's like, oh, okay, cool. And then she was like, okay, so this is where it gets fucking wild, right? Ready for this new character unlocked? This is what we're gonna call her. We're gonna call her the Coke Girl because this is what she fucking did. She comes like she she comes like near my head. She's like, hey, I have some Coke. Do you want some Coke? And my fucking eye just go like this. And I'm like, oh, shit. This is what's, this is where it's going. I would not have taken her for a coke girl. Well, at before I, I before she told me this, I would not have taken her for a coke girl. But then after she said that, I, I kind of, like, replayed all this shit that has been happening. And, like, all, like, her facial expressions and, like, all this shit that, like, the way she's been speaking. I'm like, oh, fuck. This girl is a coke girl, bro. Because she had been kind of, like talking a little weird and her vibes were a little like you know like <laughs> like spazzy and shit so I'm like, oh shit and i thought i was like oh no dude have you guys like dude getting offered drugs at a fucking club or a bar is the wildest fucking feeling ever bro and i've learned I, I know so many people that have folded bro that have been like eh fuck it like some people come up to them with a the fucking pinky like yo i hit this bro and then they be like well, fuck it, bro. And hey, fucking warning, bro. Please do not do that. Like, I, I, I honestly, sincerely can say that I have never done that shit myself. No, I'm just like, no, no, no. I was like, no, I really haven't. I really haven't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I fuck. I can't even get away from it. No, I really haven't. Truly, I really haven't, right? But I have seen people that have done it. That'd be like, ah, fuck it, I'm down. But trust me, it's really unsafe. Like, if it's your close friend, I'll still say no, but, like, hey, if you do it, that's safer than, than a random in a fucking bathroom and shit. But, hey, back to what I was saying, right? She offered me Coke. And I was, ah, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm not really on that vibe and shit. She's, oh, okay, cool and shit. And then we just kind of, like, continue talking and shit. I'm just, like, 
The thing is, I just treat her like a, a regular person. Like, you know, like I'm kind of like networking with her. And oh, also because I didn't want to riz her up. I, I literally didn't. This is not like I, I had no intentions. I do not care about that shit. Like I said, this is a sport to me. Like this shit, I just do that shit. I just riz up the shy just because I know I, I can. Like I just, I get that satisfaction at the end. Like, oh, I fucking did it, bro. <laughs> you know? And then so I'm over there all confident. Like I said, like at the beginning, if you're listening, I do not treat this shit seriously. Like I said, I treat this like a sport. So I didn't put no pressure on me. I'm just talking to regular shit. She sees all my confidence. My confidence is real because I'm like just like just cracking jokes and shit, you know, and all that. And let's get into this real quick, bro. Confidence has to really come from like within, you know, and it's, it's very situational because like I'm saying like you can be in a position where and I've always said put this example, like you know, I, I used to have like really like fucked up teeth. I mean, I still, I guess, do because my, you know, I still have like a year left, but they're better. They're they're 100 percent better than what they were, you know, like fucking three years ago, two years ago. They changed my life. I like I had the means to, you know, pay to get my fucking <laughs> my teeth, you know, um, fixed and shit. And that, like I said, that was one of my biggest insecurities. And so when I got that, like situated and shit my confidence shot up so like i've always said if you have the means like and you know you don't always have the means bro and let me put this example for you guys actually as a kid growing up i i never would like i didn't have a fucking wealthy family i never had like any kind of money and shit so the little things that i had bro like i, I somehow managed to fucking get them i never had clothes like that that was my number one insecurity when i was growing up actually i never had clothes like that i had one pair of shoes that were fucking worn the fuck down actually that I did everything with, actually. I went to school with, I played soccer with, everything. Like, one pair of shoes for everything. And I had, I owned probably, like, three pairs of jeans for, like, I'm not even kidding, probably, like, a good four years, bro. Like, four or five years, I owned three pairs of jeans, the same three pairs of jeans. And I was so insecure that people were going to actually find out that, like, call me out. Like, the worst thing is, bro, and if you're this fucking guy, you're a fucking asshole, bro. When you see someone's situation and you see that it's, like, a, a shitty one and you call it out. So I was always scared that somebody was going to be like, damn, you wearing those jeans again, bro? What the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like, ah, I was always so scared. Of that I was very insecure about that. Thankfully, it actually never happened. I did get this. And this is crazy because this is a positive thing. I once I got I got like I remember I got um so all those were like blue jeans. The the lucky part about this, right, was that all of them were blue jeans, so they kinda look the same, like in general. Like they're they're kinda like different a little bit. So you wouldn't think I was wearing the same jeans every day. But like the fact that they were all blue jeans, like I could kinda get away with like looking like I had a lot of different pairs of jeans like throughout the week. And I remember the fucking anxiety that I get week to week, like being like, fuck, I just got to get through this week, bro. Somehow find, because I, I also didn't have that many shirts, honestly. I probably had, like, six shirts. So, like, if I was going to school Monday through Friday, five fucking days, I had six shirts. Like, I had to find a different combination from fucking shirts to jeans, like, to make it look like I had all types of different fits. Like, it, it goes that fucking deep. Like, I thought about this as a fucking kid, and I was very, like I said, I was very scared and insecure that somebody's going to call me out. And so it kind of, it kind of like, happened in a, in a really weird and obscure way where when some I bought my first pair of black jeans, bro. My first pair of black jeans. And one of my homies actually was like, damn, you got a new pair of jeans, bro? That's what's up. Like, that's nice. And, like, it was a positive thing. But at the time, it made me feel so shitty because I'm like, damn, 
I wear the same jeans so much that this motherfucker noticed when I got different jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever people get new clothes now, I couldn't tell you. Like, I couldn't, like, well, I can make because I'm an adult and I don't see people, like, that often, like, throughout the week and shit. But at that time, you see people every fucking, like, day, Monday through Friday. So you kind of can see, like, you know, people's different fucking fits. And this guy told me, like, yo, you got a new pair of jeans? I'm like, fuck, Oh, things and shit. And I feel like insecurities like that kind of lead you, like, down the road. Once you probably, you know, either your family or you get, like, a little more money, you start working and shit like that. Or they give you money to spend on, like, clothes and shit. I feel like this is when people start to wild the fuck out. They start to buy shit that they're not supposed to. Like, your money management goes out of the, like, out the fucking window because you want to appear to be something you're not. And I actually saw this crazy fucking thing, like, this TikTok the other day was that um, for, like, Louis V and shit. Louis V does this thing where poor people buy... It's very expensive, but not out of reach expensive. You know, they make it just expensive enough that the regular person knows that it's expensive, but like the kind of like you can still kind of afford it if you saved for it and it'll make you look rich because you know it's expensive. You get what I'm saying? Follow me with this one, right? So with the with those, you know, the ones that they have in store for the public, they they market with LV everywhere around the purse it has lv everywhere so whenever you wear it outside and shit they people see that you have louis v you know people say like oh that's louis v they're fucking important they're they got it like that they're nice you know but with the rich people the really rich people that the, were the stores that only like certain people can go like the exclusive shit they don't have louis v everywhere because they don't have to look like something they're not they they know they got it like that so it only has probably one lv somewhere so like i said and that's one example where, it, you know, you started wild. I saw a lot of kids buy hella fucking shoes. Maybe you're into that, right? Uh, that's, the, you know, that might be not the best example. But I did see a lot of people buying tons of, like, $300 pairs of shoes as, like, sixth graders and shit. You know, sixth to eighth graders. I'm like, how the fuck were y'all affording this shit? Buying those goddamn True Religion jeans where those were the goofiest shit. To this day, I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and out of limb. Maybe it might be a hot take. If you buy, like, those expensive, like... $200 jeans, like, the, the true religion jeans and shit. Bro, you're, I honestly, I cannot get behind that, bro. Like, dude, I, I bought these fucking jeans right here, bro. These black jeans from Forever 21. If you want to get black jeans, then you're a dude, maybe even a girl, too. Go to Forever 21. They have the best black jeans. They last forever. Like, uh, a lot of jeans actually get, like, gray. Like, black jeans get gray. These jeans actually last forever. And they're fucking nice. They fit well. I fucking love them and shit. But like I said, and I, I fell into this trap, actually. I did fall into the trap of, like, you know, buying all the expensive clothes. You know, you know the fucking, oh, bro. Shout out to the swag arrow, bro. The swag arrow was honestly top tier arrow. We need to bring that back, bro. I want to actually throw a party. And shout out to anybody that's listening to this still. If you ever want to come to a party, I might do this shit. Hit me up about it. I'm going to make a party where I'm going to make, like, an eras theme party. And, like, one of the fucking eras is going to be, like, the swag era. So, you have to cop a fucking fit, the sw the obey hat, wear some fucking diamond supply in this bitch, some fucking Chuck Taylors. Like, you know what I'm saying? That kind of vibe and everybody. And we're going to play, like, the music from that era. It's just going to be so nostalgic and fucking awesome, bro. But back to what I was saying, right? That At that time, you know, all the, the cool kids and all the kids that really had it like that, they were buying... Diamond Supply, Obey, and all that fucking swag ass shit. And all the hats, bro. Those hats were fucking expensive, bro. They're like, I don't know. I think probably like 50 bucks a pop. Something like that. They were expensive and shit. And I remember, I might have told this on the pod already, but I would save up my all my money of the month. Like, I'd probably get like, you know, some money because I'd go work with my dad. So it'd probably be about like weekly and shit. 
I'd buy one new shirt every week because I knew deep down, I felt like fucking Drake, baby. You knew the times where you struggled. You knew, you thought about all those times where like, yo, I didn't have it like that because I had no money. My parents didn't have no money. Now that I have my fucking pocket change, now that I have some money, now I can buy myself whatever the fuck I want and I will never be insecure about this shit again, baby. So that's what I did. Every single week, uh, I'd like save up my money. I'd go to my fucking, there's a store, it's called Fresh to Death. Shout out to, to uh, Fresh to Death. If you know that shit, you're a real OG. They had all the hype beast shit before hype beast was a hype beast thing. Like before the Supremes came along and all that, they had all the cool ass shit. So I'd go in there, I'd buy myself a cool diamond supply shirt and I'd rock that shit to school, baby. And I'd feel like the shit, bro. And that kind of like phase lasted like years, bro. Probably till like, Pro- honestly, probably to, like, the end of high school, bro. Like, probably my senior year is when I realized, like, oh, I actually don't need clothes to feel confident. I don't need these expensive-ass fucking, like, attire to look like someone that I honestly not. You know, I, my personality is fucking free. And my personality will take me places where these clothes really won't, you know? And so I snapped out of it. I did. I thank God I snapped out of it. And... Even till this day, bro, my fucking jeans are like 20 bucks. My shirts, I wear my own shit, shout out my own shit. But in, in general, I wear like my Walmart, like black shirts, like $5 shirts. Like you look the same. You honestly look the fucking same. Nobody's going to realize that that's not, you know, it's all about, also about how you fucking style yourself, bro. If you're an adult, you know that shit. It's all about how you style your fits. Like you can wear the cheapest shit and you can still look fucking fresh. You could buy some like baggy dickies at the fucking Walmart, but if you know how to style them, you look great. So honestly, if you're listening to this shit and you're a youngin, like I wish that when I was younger, I'd actually like find my own style instead of trying to like look like these people that I like actually were richer and had, you know, money to buy all the Gucci and shit. Oh, bro, those fucking Gucci belts and the, the Hermes belts, the Louis V belts, bro. Those are the biggest fucking waste of money and time, bro. God bless anybody who still has any of those. Bro, the Ferragamo belts. Oh, God bless, bro. <laughs> I know you guys are regretting that shit right now. You're going to spend your money on so much cool shit, bro. That's the thing about being a youngin, bro, that you don't realize until you're getting to an adult. It's that you could have spent your money on so much lit ass shit, bro. So many good things. You could have fucking invested it. The thing is that you don't know that as a kid, right? I mean, you actually kind of do. Your parents tell you all the time, like, save your money, save your money. Don't spend your money on dumb shit. But like, you never know why, you know? Like, they, they'll tell you because it's good for you in your future. You could save up for some good shit. But at the time, you're like, well, I don't want this shit right now. Like, you could save it for a car 10 years from now. Like, I don't want that shit right now. I don't care about this shit. I want this fucking... This... Nintendo Switch right now. Like, you know, I want this fucking Diamond Supply shirt. I want these new vans that just came out. I want the the the, the shit that's popping right now, you know? But how good would it have been? Honestly, anybody that's listening, you're probably fucking adult now. I don't <laughs> I don't think there's any 14-year-olds listening to this. How good would it have been if you literally like would have known the fucking hardships that is rent, that is bills, that is car payments, that is all that shit. Like, if you would have saved up, if you would have put that shit on a fucking savings account, I don't know, if you would have spent your money wiser, where you would have been, you know, like, I don't know. I think about that shit all the time, honestly. And, hey, I still, even to this day, I spend my money fucking recklessly, bro. We Like, you guys heard in, like, two podcasts ago, and even the last pod, bro, we go to the fucking clubs, we spend, like, 1500 like, on sections and shit, which, honestly, are dumb investments. Don't do that. We do that shit because... I mean, one, we save, like, properly. We, m- m- um, fuck, I, I can't even speak. We, mu- 
we manage money properly. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. And I've bro, I've seen this with my fucking brothers too, bro. They try to live the lifestyle that we live on what they make, and I'm like, bro, that's not good, bro. Like, you don't make as much, and it's not a flex, by the way. You don't make as much money as we do, right? Because we're grown adults, bro. These motherfuckers are, you know, what I'm saying, 17, 18. Like, you don't make as much money as we do, so don't try to live recreate what we're doing because you know we have more like extra money to spend. You know, go fucking degeneracy and shit like that. You know. But now as an adult, money management is like, you know, like I said, more important. But like I learned what to spend my money on, you know, like obviously, you know, everybody tells you to invest, do whatever, you know, do your research, invest on what you want. But for me, it's the memories. It's the fucking good times. I rather spend my money there than to buy physical shit. But whenever people like, you know, whenever birthdays come around, but birthdays are a fucking interesting thing, actually. Let's go ahead and jump into that because I think that's a fucking interesting topic. There comes a point when you become an adult. Where people don't buy you presents anymore, bro. And I remember, like, that that transition, I started to get butthurt, bro. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll raise my hand here. I'll be honest. I was butthurt when I saw my friends that would normally give me birthday presents and shit like that not give me shit anymore. And it's crazy because it's so backwards, right? When you're youngin' and you don't work, you somehow manage to get your your all your friends a birthday present that they actually fucking like. But when you become a fucking adult, for some reason, you have more money and you choose not to buy buy your long life friends any kind of birthday present for whatever reason and shit. And if you do, for some fucking reason, you always get them some shit that they don't fucking want. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, bro. But I remember I was like, damn, like, why are these people not getting me presents? And I get butthurt. I'd be like, yo, these motherfuckers not my friend. Oh, this is another thing. Saying happy birthday, bro. I used to be the most, like, I used to take that as the ultimate, like, are we cool fucking signal ever, bro. If you did not wish me happy birthday, I automatically assumed we were cool, bro. Like, I automatically, like, I, I made a fucking mental list in my head. Like, okay, this person didn't say happy birthday to me. And we've known each other since second grade. They said happy birthday all these years. And then this year, they did not say happy birthday. I bet I see where the fuck we're at cutthroat that shit like bro i know and i know hey don't judge me i know all, a lot of motherfuckers were like that too don't judge me out there but yeah like i said i choose to make more memories now you know like i, I worry we've actually a little you know a little insight we've been planning a, a trip you know with all the crew and shit like that and i think it's gonna be fucking awesome like i'd rather go to you know like cabins go outside the country like do all that shit with your fucking homies because like at the end of the day the materialistic things you buy like you know and this is like i guess the all around, you know, has to do with the topics that I've been talking about on this pod is that, like, you know, all the materialistic shit, bro, that shit's gonna be gone. All the materialistic shit, that shit's a phase. All the shirts that you used to buy, all the clothes they used to wear, where the fuck are they at now? They're probably in the dumpster. They're at a fucking Play-Doh's closet right now, bro. Like, none of that shit's gonna last. But those memories, bro, I can... I can tell you all the memories that I've had, like, you know, with all the homies, all the times that we went to the club, you know. So sometimes the, that that money seems, like, stupid. Like, oh, why are you wasting thousands of dollars on, like, drinks and all that shit? But I remember those. I remember those. I know where those memories are. I know all those. Like, I can recite all those times right now if I wanted to. Sometimes you don't because you get, end up getting too fucking blacked out. That's on you. But I can't tell you where all those, those you know, obey shirts all those diamond supply shirts are i can tell you where all my swag hats are i can't tell you where all my you know my game systems all my games went i can't tell you none of that shit so to round it off that that's where i'm going at bro live in the moment bro experience life like you have zero to lose that's what i honestly that's my number like 
that's one of my top mottos that I've always expressed, not only on this podcast, but in real life. You have zero to lose in this life. You know, if you think about the overlying, like, concept of life, well, depending, I, I guess, depending on how you, you know, view life, you know, if you think there's an afterlife, whatever, I'm not getting into all that. But for this instance, you have one life on this earth. The fact that you're alive alone, statistically, is actually fucking crazy and improbable. But I'm not going to get into all the science. But you are here. There's nothing you could do about it. You were fucking born. And you have one life. Why is it that a lot of times you second guess yourself? You have no confidence in yourself. Or you think, like, I can't do this. Like, why not? Like, why the fuck not? Like, literally, why not? Literally, you're, you're no different than me. You that is listening right now, you are no different than me. We're the same. We're made out of the same fucking matter. We, I hurt just like you. We have the same chemical receptors in our fucking brain. You are capable of the same thing that I am. You know, now obviously personalities and all that are different between us. You enjoy different things that I do. But the, the capability and the, like, you know, the fact that you can do shit, it's there. So whenever it comes down to, like, you know, Getting jobs, bro. Hitting on that fucking person that you see at the bar. Think to yourself on these fucking words that I'm saying right now, baby. You have one life. Are you going to go home? Are you going to fucking regret shit for the rest of your life? Like, damn, I should have hit up that shoddy. Why did I not hit up that shoddy? She was so fucking nice. I'm fucking cool. Why not me? Why would she not choose me? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, there's nobody. Let me and let me say this real quick, bro. There's nobody out of your fucking league, bro. All, a lot of the shotties that I dated, bro, I had, bro, I'll say this right now. Looks wise, I had no business being with them back then. I'm looking nice right now, baby. I'm at my peak. But back then, I had, I had no business being with some of them, you know? But it was the fact that I had the confidence like, to go with it because I'm like, why not me? I had my own personal self-confidence where I was like, oh, yo, I'm actually pretty cool. I'm funny. Like, I'm really nice. Like, I'll, I'll treat them really well, better than, like, a lot of the other people would. I tapped into the characteristics that I knew I had, and I fucking went with it. Bro, find yourself a friend group, bro. Make some friends. Go to the club, bro. If you ever, if you see that fucking person on Instagram that you've been following forever, that you see that is super fucking cool, but you don't know how the fuck you guys followed each other, and you always wanted to hit them up because they look fucking lit... Hit them up. And if that's me, hit me up, bro. We fucking go crazy, bro. I, I've always, I always run into people at the bar. This blows my mind. They're always like, oh, you're so cool, bro. Like, you guys, like, oh, always have fun. Like, that shit must be so lit. I'm like, bro, hit us up. We'll let you know that we're coming. You could come with us, dude. Anybody that's listening to this, you could come with us, dude. We're not fucking cut, though. We're not going to be like, no, fuck you. Like, you, who the fuck are you? No, nah, bro. Come with us. Have Meet us there. Have a fucking good time. We'll show you a good time, bro. If, it, if it's us that has to be the person that that, you know, Lead you into that lifestyle like of like, oh, I can just hit up anybody. Let it be us, bro. We're fucking cool-ass people. I'm a cool-ass person, bro. That's why I love the fucking people that I'm with right now. And that's word to a motherfucker, bro. And I guess that's where we're going to end the fucking podcast, baby. This has been a solo podcast. Make sure you guys tune into every fucking Monday. We're going to be dropping this. I'm consistent. I've been actually really enjoying the fucking solo podcast, bro. I really love this shit, and I hope you guys like it too, bro. I, I like... And honestly, the fucking drinks make this shit way easier, bro. When I'm lit, I feel like this shit, like, goes by more smooth. And, uh, like, I, I'm just talking off the fucking dome, bro. Like, you know. And it's crazy that I could do this by myself, bro. I'm actually really proud of myself. And I hope you guys are proud of me, too, bro. Because I do this shit for you guys. I do this shit for you guys' entertainment. I know that guys a lot. You know, and this is crazy, right? Sometimes I, I, st- I sit and think. I'm like, damn, there's a couple, like, hundred people that tune in, like, and, like, want me to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... Not that I've always ever, no, not that I've ever been like, 
oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, nobody's going to care. But sometimes I'll be like, eh, like, huh, I wonder if people actually, like, care. People actually want to listen to me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know what, I, I have to, I want to put on for these people. I want to be that kind of fucking entertainment for these people. And I really appreciate you guys for fucking tuning in every single week, bro. Share this shit. Subscribe to the fucking channel. 1,000 subscribers, bro. Please give me to 1,000 subscribers, bro. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, five stars right now. And we're fucking out, baby. Peace. Boom.